Beloved Greats, Marita Porter here, ministering and preaching the great news. It's God's will for you to be great. No weapon formed against your greatness will prosper. Be the head and not the tail, above only and no longer beneath. Become a great lender and not a borrower. The joy of the Lord is your strength. Praise God. It's God's will for you to be great. So I just wanted to minister to you tonight on prosperity, God's prosperity. I remember when I was fairly new in my walk in the Lord and I was trying to get my life off the ground through the Lord Jesus Christ and I had fallen, I'd stumbled, you know, I was just really broken and um, I was just learning the word of God. And one of the first scriptures that God gave to me was 3 John 2. The first one was actually 1 John 1, 9. And then God started ministering to me through 3 John 2. So I kind of made 3 John 2 my staple scripture in terms of prosperity. And many of you who are in Christ are probably already familiar with 3 John 2. So I just wanted to minister a few minutes on prosperity. And I know that prosperity has been frowned upon in Christ, as you know, you hear about prosperity gospel. But it is true that God wants us to prosper. There is a high level of prosperity in the word of God for his, his believers. And if we follow those who are in the lineage of the Lord Jesus Christ, they all prosper, starting from Abraham, the father of faith. If you go from Abraham to Isaac, uh, to, uh, to Jacob, and so on and so on and so on, all of those people prospered in some manner by faith because of their faith in God and God's calling. Uh, so I don't want you to start thinking that it's not God's will for me to prosper. I'm supposed to be poor. I'm supposed to be, uh, uh, prosperity doesn't, doesn't mean that, um, that you can't, if you, if I prosper in the Lord, then that means that I'm taking myself away from the gospel. If we understand God's prosperity, God's timing, God's plan for our lives, God's purpose for our life, his will. Uh, and as we start learning the word of God, learning who God is, God is a great God. His spirit is greatness. And we can't talk about God without talking about abundance and moving forward. And even when he walked the earth, he made people's lives better by healing them, by delivering them, by delivering from demons, uh, by healing their physical bodies, delivering them from leprosy, healing them from leprosy, blessing the lame to walk, opening blinded eyes, all of those miracles, feeding you know the 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 five thousand plus, uh, five loaves of bread and two fish, and multiplying the multiplication miracles, all of those miracles that Jesus did when he was on the earth improved people's lives. So I want you to understand today, beloved, great. If you're wrestling with this, God wants me to prosper. I'm here to tell you that yes. God wants you to prosper. And we're going to talk about 3 John 2. 3 John 2. Please go back and read 3 John 2 and read it in different translations. Read the New Living, the NIV, the ESV. Read it, the, the, the Good News, the King James. Read it in different versions and uh, ask God to give you the revelation of prosperity. So God told me after he showed me 3 John 2, he said, it's my will for you to prosper. I never forget hearing the voice of God. At that time uh, in my life, I was really, really struggling to prosper. You know, I was, I think I was unemployed and, you know, I had just come to Christ and, you know, out of a lot of brokenness and failure. And, you know, so I'm, I'm starting my prayer life with God. And one of the things that he said that 
It's my will for you to prosper. And so I'll never forget that. So that, that stays with me. And I just want to share that with you. There's someone who's going to watch this video that, that needs to know that God wants you to prosper. Maybe you are unemployed. Maybe you've been through COVID. Maybe you've been through divorce or you've been at rock bottom financially or you're coming out of an addiction or you're coming out of sin or you come new to Christ or you're just trying to get your life off the ground and become a whole person so you can go forward in life. Know this, beloved, great, that it's God's will for you to prosper. And sometimes when we hear the word prosper or prosperity, we think financially. That is a part. But God wants your soul to prosper, your mind, your will, and your emotions. So let's go to 3 John 2. And let's, let's talk about, let's see what God has to say about prosperity. Praise God. Hallelujah. And there are many other prosperity scriptures that you can read. But we're just tonight, for this short message, I just want to talk about 3 John 2 because it's so powerful and it, it, it expresses uh, to me um, God's heart for us to prosper. Okay, 3 John 2, I'm reading from the King James Version. Beloved, so he calls us beloved. Beloved, I wish above all things that you may prosper and be in health, even as your soul prospers. So this is God talking. Remember, the, the word of God is the written word inspired by God, written by human hands, but inspired by God. So when you read 3 John 2, read it as if God is speaking to you. When you make Jesus Christ your personal Lord and Savior, the word of God should be personalized because Jesus died for you. He died on the cross for you. The word of God is for you. So personalize the scripture. Make it first person. God is talking to you. When he says beloved, beloved is a term of endearment. It's something you say to someone that you love, to someone that you care about. So God is saying beloved. Um, in my ministry, I often say beloved greats because God is speaking his word, using me as a vessel of greatness to minister his word to you. And he wants you, you to know that you are his beloved. So beloved greats, I wish above all things that you may prosper and be in health, even as your soul prospers. So in the scripture, God is telling us there is a condition to your prosperity, your outward prosperity, your prosperity in the natural. In order for us to prosper in the natural, we must first allow God to prosper our soul. We first must heal, be healed from brokenness, heal from failure, heal from abandonment, abuse, rejection, heal from our childhood, heal from a broken heart, heal from trauma, heal from rejection, persecution, these things that uh, that have broken us. Uh, we God wants our soul to prosper. So the condition again to prospering in the natural is dependent upon how much you allow God to prosper your soul. God wants to give us beauty for our ashes. Our ashes are our sinful state, our mistakes, our faults, our failures, our poor choices. God wants you to prosper. Now, if you try to prosper in the natural before prospering your soul, you're headed for trouble, you're headed for failure, you're headed for wrong turns, wrong people, wrong relationships, you're out of the will of God. God's saying, if you want to prosper first, you must let me prosper your soul. We must repent. That's the first step. Repent. And if you don't know Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, giving your life to him, surrendering your life to him is your first step. If you're already saved, if you're already born again, 
then start with repentance. Go and read 1 John 1, 9. Confess your faults to God. He's faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. We need a cleansing. Uh, Psalm 51, created me a clean heart, O God. Renew a right spirit within me. That starts the process of soul prosperity. So we talk about the things that to God, the things that are hurting us, the things that, uh, that you know, we experience even in our youth, things that are hindering us. And as the Holy Spirit will reveal things to you that you may be holding on to that you don't even know about. And see, God wants us to prosper. But he's saying, before you start prospering in natural, I want to prosper your soul. That way we develop the character of the Lord Jesus Christ. We start developing the fruit of the spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, all of those great things. We have to heal. Then we experience the 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 God, Jesus, the Prince of Peace. We start uh, experience peace. That's the past all understanding. The next step to prosper in our soul is mind renewal. You have to allow God to change the way you think. Romans 12, 2. We, we are coming out of the world. God said, do not copy the ways of the world, but let me renew your mind. Be transformed by the renewing of your mind. That is so big. I will have a virtual conference on the art of mind renewal, and that will be in June. So stay tuned for that. It will bless you. Mind renewal is what really transforms you. It gets your thinking in line with the word of God, but you have to let the word of God change the way that you think by meditating on the word of God day and night. And God promises that I will make your way prosperous. So repentance, my renewal, forgiving yourself, forgiving others, letting go of bitterness, wrong attitudes, anger, jealousy, all these things that we have collected and we've been in bondage to. God wants to free our soul so that we can prosper in the natural. So yes, it's God's will for us to prosper. It's God's will for you to prosper, beloved, great. But it's dependent upon you and I allowing God to prosper our soul. Soul prosperity first, and then you'll see God working in the natural. And I'm a living witness that God will do it if you allow him to prosper your soul. And God told me too, is that you spent a lot of time prospering your own way. And I said, well, God, that's all I knew how to do. I didn't know how to, how else to prosper. But God is saying, if you trust me to prosper you, you'll go higher, you'll go greater. You'll, you're, the blessing will be uh, better for you because God knows, our, knows what's best for us. So learning how to trust God to prosper you is also a step to receiving the, the outward prosperity that God desires for us to have. See, God wants us to prosper. You know why? He wants us to prosper because the greater we prosper through the Lord Jesus Christ, we become, we magnify the Lord more. So as God enlarges our territory and we get higher jobs or our ministry grows or things start happening in our lives supernaturally, that's, that's magnifying God even more. And people start to look and say, wow, your life has improved. Let's get... You know, how did you, now you're a homeowner. Now, you know, you're making six figures or your ministry is growing or you just are, you just seem to be a different person. You know, how, what's, what's happening? You know, and then, you know, you can tell them that it's my salvation. It's my relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. I, I just started, you know, focusing on him because I was tired of failing. I was tired of losing or, you know, being at the bottom. And I, I felt like my life should be better. So I just went to God. You know, you are magnifying God. And then you're witnessing and telling people about him, you know, in hopes that they'll give you're planting seeds, 
you know, so somebody else can come through and water and then that soul will be saved. Amen. Praise God. So it's God's will for you to prosper. It's God's will for you to prosper. And you can meditate on that and, and say that it's God's will for me to prosper. It's God's will for me to prosper. It's God's will for me to be healthy. He said, beloved, I wish above all things that you may prosper. And so and is that conjunction and together and be in health and be in great shape, uh, even as your soul prospers. So God wants us to be healthy in our minds, in our bodies, and he wants us to prosper outwardly. That includes finances. That includes relationships. That includes um, other tangible things. That includes possessions. God wants us to prosper, but we first must prosper. Let God prosper our soul. Before many of us may be desiring to be married, and if we don't allow God to prosper our soul, you know, healing, my renewal, getting us ready, you know, for that type of commitment, you know, once we, we can be deceived and, 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 you know, marry the wrong person because the devil comes as an angel disguises light. Uh, we could just get into our flesh and then something could happen that, that shouldn't happen. Uh, so God is saying, if you prosper, I give you this. If you let me prosper you, I give you discernment. I give you wisdom. I give you guidance. You know, you, you start to learn how to, before I make this huge decision, I'm going to fast. Before I make this huge decision, I'm going to pray and seek God. I'm not going to go forward with anything until God gives me the green light, until I hear his voice saying, yes, this is my will for you. So that's a part of soul prosperity and trusting God. When those doors open for new job opportunities, um, you know, God, is this the right door for me to walk through? Is this the right opportunity? Is this job, yeah, the salary is higher, but is this job going to take me away from you? What is your will in this situation? What is your will? Lord, I let go of my will and my way of thinking regarding prosperity. Because you may be thinking, oh God, I just want to get a better job. But God is saying, I put a great business inside of you. I put a great ministry inside of you. Once you start cultivating that, you know, you can still work, but start cultivating and, and stirring up, you know, these gifts, these dreams, these visions Lord, that he's revealed. So God wants us to prosper for his namesake so that we magnify him. So we can talk more about the Lord Jesus Christ, you know, so we could tell others about him. That's the purpose of why God wants us to prosper, but he wants us to do it his way, his way. I want to read one more version of third John two before we close. Praise God. Now I enjoy reading the new living translation. So let me read the new living translation of third John two here. It says, dear friend. Now, you know, we're friends of God. Dear friend, I hope all is well with you and that you are as healthy in body as you are strong in spirit. So right in this passage, if we look at these textual observations, God is saying he's calling us a friend. He's saying, I hope that is his wish, his will. I hope all is well with you. So God wants us to be well. And he's saying that you are that and that you are as healthy in body. So it's God's will for our body to be healthy uh, as you are strong in spirit. It's God's will for us to be strong in spirit. So the two go together, strong in spirit. If we are strong in spirit, we'll be healthier in our bodies. If we're strong in spirit, we'll be healthier in our minds. And as a result, the natural blessings come. We're in a position now to receive that financial increase because we can handle it. We have maturity. We're in a position now to handle that relationship. We have maturity. We've healed. We've let God heal us. Now we're, we're not taking baggage into 
uh, a new situation. Uh, we are ready to receive possessions or that new car or that new business. Now our mind is ready. Our mind is ready. We have wisdom. We have understanding. Uh, we're not responding to impulse. Uh, we're seeking God. So that is the result of allowing God to prosper our soul. So is it God's will for you to prosper? Yes, beloved, great. It's God's will for you and I to prosper. It's in the word of God. Be sure to read 3 John 2. It's God's will for you to prosper by the power of the Holy Spirit. But first, we need to let God prosper our soul, our mind, our will, and our emotions. We want them to be lined up with the will of God, the ways of God, which are which is in the word of God. So we can't prosper the way God wants us to prosper without putting the word inside of us, in our ears, in our eyes. Faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. Amen. Praise God. Father, I pray, Lord. And we thank you that it's your will for us to prosper. I speak prosperity over all who would listen to this message. Your prosperity, oh Father, that our souls will prosper, that our minds will be renewed, that the mind of Christ will dwell, dwell deeply within us, that wisdom, knowledge, understanding, and your favor will come upon us, oh Lord, so that we have a greater capacity to tell people about you in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise God, beloved great. It's God's will for you to prosper. No weapon formed against your greatness will prosper. God is great in you. It's God's will for you to be great. The great news. Be sure to tune in to our virtual conference, RSVP, if you would like to be a part of the meeting. We're covering Queen Esther, Hannah, Ruth, Tamar, great speakers, anointed speakers. The conference will bless you. It's free. RSVP. Visit my website and get your name. Be a part of that meeting. Get revelation, get knowledge, be encouraged. It's God's will for you to prosper. It's God's will for you to be great. In Jesus' name, amen.